Welcome everybody to the Ins and Outs Sports Podcast. We are talking NBA free agency today. Um, I'm here with Braden Shaw and Drew Jones, and I am Graham Cannon, and we're going to talk about free agency in the NBA. Um, to start us off, is the NBA finally balanced? Um, I think that it potentially is in the fact that um, Kawhi, first of all, just Kawhi going to the Clippers, I think, was a huge yeah. move, um, mm-hmm. and bringing Paul George there, and then um, Patrick Beverly re-signing, I think that now they... All of a sudden, the Clippers went from a fringe playoff team to potentially mm-hmm. one of the title favorites. I believe they have the second highest or second best odds. They're the best odds right now. Yeah, they, I oh, think. Yeah, yeah, them and the Lakers are at the top. Is Lakers? I think it's them, Lakers, and I think Sixers are third. But I mean, again, I think you can still look at the East and Philly is reloaded. Tobias Harris resigned there. Sixers are. Um, the Bucks are still locked and loaded. They lost Malcolm Brogdon to Indiana, but still. I mean, they're good to go. Orlando's an up-and-coming team. Obviously, the Nets um, have Kyrie and signed Kevin Durant now, but even though Kevin Durant will sit out this entire next year, more than likely, um, they're still a force to be reckoned with in the, I think, in the future. I mean, who knows what Boston is going to be. Yeah, I mean, we're me and you are Boston fans, so um, I hope that they're good. I think Kemba Walker adds a nice little wrinkle because I think he's going to be kind of like Isaiah Thomas 2.0 with Brad Stevens. But we have a Pacers fan, and I know that you're excited about this. I think the Pacers could realistically be the three or four seed. That's fair. I think Oladipo comes back. You got an actual point guard now, which has been a Pacers problem for the entire time that I've been alive. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, Miles Turner's only getting better. He's looking good. I mean, Bogdanovich was kind of a big loss, but, you know, you got to push through it. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I think Oladipo is kind of one of those guys who, after he left Oklahoma City, um, I think he's really just kind of found his footing. Um, mm-hmm. and Where he is, in a sense, it's kind of weird to think about, but he kind of is the guy. Yeah, in oh, Indiana. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. kind of weird to think that he was a cast off from two teams oh, yeah. and turned into a franchise defining player with the Pacers. And I think it's just something about the state of Indiana that he plays his best basketball. Yeah. Um, even after going to college there. Go Hoosiers. Yeah. Go Hoosiers. <laughs> <laughs> um, who made the best move, in your guys' opinion? Well, I mean, it has to be uh, the New York Knicks, right? No, oh, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> you saw Julius. Randall. I mean, all sign, not not offering Kevin Durant a supermax and signing five power forwards for over a hundred million dollars. I mean, that's got to be it. And then getting Julius <laughs> Randall. I mean, obviously, those are the. No, um, I mean, I feel like the Clippers have to be have to be the one because I know that um, their uh, I guess roommates, if you will, on Staples Center made some moves too. I know Danny Danny Green was big, Boogie Cousins, Anthony Davis, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, Lakers, I think, are in a position now. They actually have a roster. <laughs> um, which I mean, that was honestly kind of. I thought that was, that was I a question were, mark after no, after they oh, signed yeah. AD. I thought they were just gonna do like a three on three situation <laughs> with like Kuz in the back and like LeBron and AD just. I mean, and, play and Jared Dudley. Five. And yeah. Dudley, of course. Yeah, they're gonna run that Iron Man rotation. Jeez, um, but no, I I think that Clippers. It's it's big and it's interesting that it, I guess it really depends on how you feel about Paul George because I think the defense the defense is gonna be insane. Yeah, we, we, um, me and Drew actually were talking about oh, this on yeah. the right here. We were talking like, 
it terrifies me like if I'm a team playing that because Pat Beverly is a monster. The Kawhi should probably play the two, so he's a monster there. Yeah. Paul George is a was a is a defensive player of the year candidate and the MVP candidate last oh, yeah. year. He did amazing. And then they have um, Jermichael Green or Montrose mm-hmm. Harrell and Zubach. Those guys are all really good defensively under Doc Rivers. Yeah, great, great defensive coach. It's a hard thing to talk about, especially with like it's preseason. It's not even preseason yet. It's yeah. we're at summer league right now. We're talking about teams that are like making great moves but well and the, another interesting thing is that Kawhi's deal um uh, Chris Haynes from Yahoo Sports reported today that he's got a 3 year 103 million dollar deal with a player option after year 2 oh, it's a so he two could plus be one. he could be another he could be a free agent 2 years again which I think is a good thing for him. I think it's kind of yeah. like LeBron when he was in Cleveland where it's like I have one on ones with like mm-hmm. the last couple like yeah. I keep resigning one on ones well, and Kevin Durant's kind of the same way. He's well, got a three yeah. plus one, which is kind of going to turn into a two plus one because he's not going to play the first year. Did you see that uh, Paul George? I think it was from the same source. He restructured, and he's also on a two plus one. I mean, I really think that just over the last few years, I think these players are realizing that. I mean, if I'm if you stay healthy, and I mean, you just put up keep putting up numbers if it's not mm-hmm. working out for a team you can just jump ship and oh, go somewhere else I mean, exactly yeah. i think i mean it, another guy that kind of jumped ship that i think is interesting is jimmy butler mm-hmm. jimmy um, butler to Miami. the heat which led to the sixers being the monster of the oh, east yeah. which they are right now the cap space freed up by that was insane yeah i mean i don't know it's interesting and i mean who knows say um uh maybe russell westbrook Goes down there. We'll, we'll get to Russell later, <laughs> or, or even or even how that move sent um, Hassan Whiteside. No, yeah, yeah, to the Blazers, um, which is Blazers. I think it's a huge move for it's the Blazers because because yeah. Hassan Whiteside's an amazing rebounder. He's a hustle guy. He's explosive. I think it should be interesting to see him play there. I think he'll be a good fit, and I think they needed another big. Yeah, they did um, yeah. to kind of spread the floor. Um, and I. And they arguably have one of the best backcourts in in, in the. They have the best the backcourt. They have yeah. the, I, like I know Steph and Clay, but I would argue that McCollum and Lillard are the two like if a duo right now. They're the best. Yeah, because Clay's not going to play next year. And they realistically they fit so well together. Their play style. It's hard to find two guys that don't kind of take like, each other over at times. Like Beal and Wall. That, yeah, like that it didn't work. work. Uh-huh. But there it works, and I think. Hassan Whiteside even, I mean, good fit, like, first of all, but then even the Nurkic insurance, because, you know, his health's kind of been back and forth, and he's a great big guy, but... And Hassan Whiteside also got to be a placeholder for a trade. That's true. Which is That's another true. which is another thing that we'll, I, I kind of want to get to, but they oh, also, yeah. the, I also say, in the draft, they got Nasir Little, who they, is a steal. Oh, easy. He was a steal at, like, what is he, 28, 20? He was in the late 20s. Mm-hmm. Should have been a lottery pick. Yeah, he's... And he had an amazing dump a couple nights ago, I think. <laughs> um, but getting into uh, Kyrie Irving to the Nets, the Nets seem okay. I don't know how I feel. Because they signed DeAndre Jordan, and they have Jared Allen. It made no sense for me for them to sign him. Yeah, I think Katie and Kyrie just really wanted to play with DJ, which is interesting. I mean, he's a good player, but that's not the first guy that I think of. You know, who He's I really buddies want. with Kevin Durant, and I think that, uh, played, okay. that, played, that, that played a big factor. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, he did say today, I saw a report, that he's open to a bench role. 
So yeah, at, least, Jordan? at least he's a team player. Yeah. yeah, that's a good thing for him. Mm-hmm. That's a really I good mean, thing for him. I mean, that's kind of the stage in his career where oh, I think yeah. he can definitely. He's a defensive. He's really good for like just getting that defensive intensity mm-hmm. up. Yeah, he didn't sure. He didn't pull the mellow move. No. So this is my team. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. And honestly, I don't know. I, I think Kyrie will um, probably perform better in a more of a number two role once Kevin Durant comes back. Oh, but him, sure. him being the one isn't a good thing. But I will, I will say he did learn something, I think, in Boston, which was how to be more efficient. Because yeah. he was really efficient in Boston. Yeah, he just and he it, didn't but, go well with the system and, and what they were trying to yeah, do. Yeah, with Brad Stevens' system where it's a lot of passing and coming up ball screens. and He's more of a dribble guy. Also, that team just did not mesh, I think, oh. as well as they had well, all it doesn't. Planned. It doesn't really help when you force-feed Gordon Hayward. Yeah. But so Kemba Walker, I think, is really. I mean, they replaced All Star point guard, All NBA point guard with All NBA point guard. Yeah. With to a guy who I think is willing to take more of a backseat role because I think he's been the one guy in, oh, yeah. in Charlotte forever, and I think him actually getting help with Tatum, with uh, Brown, and with Hayward is going to help him so much. Yeah, I don't think he'd mind taking a little bit of a backseat. I mean, he's been backpacking a franchise for the better part of a decade poor, at this point. Poor Kemba. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> poor, poor Charlotte. Like, they've had to deal with poor management forever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, just if you want to talk about balance real quick, just two more teams. It's Golden State. Yeah, still, D-Lo. They still got oh. D'Lo and re-signed Clay. And, I mean, we don't know exactly when Clay will uh, be healthy again. And maybe D'Lo's trade bait, but still. I mean, I've also seen Kelly Oubre to them. Oh, that could be well, interesting, can, yeah. and th- and that would make them a very interesting team because yeah. I still think that they shouldn't be counted out. Yeah, no, they. I mean, they're the Warriors. You can't. It's you can't throw them under the bus. That no. system's am- amazing. Steph is a generational talent. Like he's a he's, a he's he's a once in a lifetime. Oh player. yeah, not even like a generation. There's no one like Steph Curry. Well, he, he mm-hmm. changed the game. Yeah, yeah, and also just. A lineup thing as far as in the East, um, Philly is a team that we've talked about a little bit. Um, they got they have some big bodies. Oh yeah, and they just resigned They're... Tobias Harris, and I think that they lost or they lost JJ Redick. That was a big. Um, loss. And so they lost some shooting. That who's going to shoot? I think Josh Richardson is the be- is their best three point shooter. If I'm being honest. But again, we've seen Josh Richardson yeah. shoot a little bit. We've seen Tobias Harris be able to hit a three. Heck, JoJo strokes it out there occasionally. Yeah. But who's going to be a consistent shooter for them? Because that team's going to be slow too. Oh yeah. I think the th- the thing I think with the Sixers, they're going to be so big and so defensive. I know people are like the def- the three point line. Ben Simmons needs to develop a damn jump shot. Yeah, if he well, doesn't develop yeah. a jump shot this year, because they ha- they have no spacing like you're oh. like you're talking about, but I think literally staggering Horford and Embiid would be big. Mm-hmm. Putting Tobias at the at the four sometimes. I think I still think the Sixers are the favorite in the East because they're just so they're like the talent level oh, on the yeah, team the, so good. The lineup's crazy. I think the defense will kind of make up for some of the shooting loss, but I mean they lost all their shooters. Man, mm-hmm. that's a big. Because, I mean, even with yeah, JJ, JJ out. Yeah, JJ went to the Pelicans, which I thought was the strangest move. Get on that hey, Zion don't, train. don't sleep on the Pelicans. Yeah. Pe- I mean, <laughs> what, uh, what was it? Pax, what was the guy who dunk, had the big dunk class? Jackson night? Hayes. Jackson, Jackson Hayes. Hayes, good oh, God. What a monster. His head was at the rim. Better than Zion? Question mark? Hey, Zion's a Popeye biscuit away from playing center, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as much as I love Zion, but... Um, He's a big boy. 
I think I think um, there's another team I think we haven't talked about yet, which I think I think the Kings made some great moves. You big Harrison Barnes fan? I like Harrison Barnes. I've always liked Harrison Barnes because I liked him at UNC. But I think that I think they just have a good nucleus of talent there. I think opinion. they're finally getting some like good young players instead of just grabbing whoever they possibly can because no one wants to play in Sacramento. Like they have Bag, they're gonna have Bagley, Heald, and Fox next year. Mm-hmm. Who I and 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 Barnes, who I think Barnes is a nice veteran wing who can score. He also he fit there really well. The and he plays the four. Yeah. He plays the four with Bagley playing center. The speed on that team is ridiculous. Oh yeah, the Kings could make a playoff push this year, and I have them in like in my list for the playoffs. This year, that'd be interesting. I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Um, I guess De'Aaron Fox kind of steps up into that um, point guard role, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, he yeah, especially a... since they waived Frank. Yeah, I mean, yeah. He, he was rest in peace. Oh, well, I mean, I mean, he was most he was up for most improved player this yeah. year, which I yeah. think is insane. Which I think he'll probably just take even. Uh, he'll make even more leaps and bounds. And probably. Buddy Heard looks like freaking LeBron. Have you seen the pictures of him working out? Oh, dude's, dude's jacked. Dude's jacked. <laughs> <laughs> um, another. Who do you think is the favorite in each comp- each conference? Because I think there's, I think there's at least four contenders per conference this year. Yeah, it's real competitive this year. Probably the most competitive in a long time. I mean, the, the top of the West is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. It has to be the Clippers, though, right? It's like, Clipp- oh, like yeah. you can say... I feel like any team right now, I think Kawhi is in a position where it's hard to argue one player that is as, um, I guess, game-changing. And, yeah. I mean, Kawhi might be the best player in the league. Oh, yeah. Oof. I, I mean... I, it's probably I mean, he close. Play, he plays. But... He plays both ways. Yeah. Um. He. I mean. He's arguably a top three defender yeah. in the league. Um. And offensively, he. I think he really um, made a lot of strides this last year. I mean, it's. Yeah. It's. I don't know. I. I don't know. Obviously, Giannis won MVP this year, and yeah. I don't know and if he, I necessarily can mm-hmm. say he might be a better. I guess maybe overall player, but I, I mean, think Kawhi is a monster. Yeah. Like, it, like it's just like. Kawhi is so skilled at both sides. He's I I don't think it's much of a stretch to say Kawhi is the best two way player in NBA history. I mean he's definitely up there. And oh, he's yeah. like I mean he's he's kind of honestly got like a he's got like a hired gun persona oh, yeah. right now where he was in San Antonio and they went to a couple finals, won a championship, then goes up to Toronto and everybody thought, Oh, he's just biding his time before he gets to LA, then then messes around and wins a championship. And yeah. he I mean, I mean if he goes if he wins a title in San Antonio and Toronto, and then with the Clippers, he's, that's he's just... like he, that's a goat conversation type oh, yeah. thing. Like Easy. that's a greatest of all time conversation. No one's, no one's ever. That's done. ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, I think we're seeing the time basketball at this point is at a level. Well, he's not we've even thirty seen. yet either. Yeah, no, he's 28, oh, yeah. 29. I think so. Right in the prime. Yeah, we were also talking about. I remember seeing him at San Diego State yeah. when he was a power forward, and he averaged like twelve boards a game. Yeah, he's 28. Yeah, 28. good God. Yeah. He's young. Still. He just turned 28, too. It's late crazy. June. Um, also, I think the Jazz are terrifying as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Joe Ingles and Bogdanovich. Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Like, Don't sleep. Yeah. Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell. That's an amazing backcourt by itself. Oh, yeah. Got Rudy Gobert. And, and, and they got Rudy Gobert. And then you have added Bogdanovich, who is an elite three-point shooter. Oh, yeah. Um. And then they still have that. They didn't lose Dante Exum, which I thought was huge. Yeah, Dante I'm Exum, surprised. Dante Exum was an amazing guy off the bench for them. They did lose Derek Favors, which I, I feel like he, he was trade bait all year last year. Yeah. Um, 
he hasn't really made an impact in a while, I feel like. Yeah, he's on the Pelicans, which I think he's a I think that that's a really good role for him to be kind of like a, a leader. For them. For them. Did they have, uh, I could be mixing this up, but do they have Paul Millsap? Or is that That's Denver. That's Denver, Denver. okay. Yeah. They, gotcha. He used to be on the Jazz. Okay. Millsap, gotcha. Speaking of stacked teams. Denver's interesting. Denver. I don't I don't know if they're necessarily I guess there yet. Yeah. I would but, say I, would I know I mean they're throwing they're throwing bags on bags on bags of money at Jamal they, Murray right now. They also got that's true. They also signed they also traded for Jeremy Grant for a first round pick mm-hmm. in twenty twenty one, I think. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Jeremy Grant's a great player. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you know, they got him for the cheap, but I mean the, the Thunder are loading up those draft picks. Yeah. Um, it's well, ridiculous. Yeah, we'll get to that in a second. We'll get done when we talk Russ, but <laughs> but like there are I think there are like Four teams in each conference. Like, I think we're talking Lakers, Clippers, Jazz, and probably Nuggets out of the top four in that in the West. And you, the could, you could even throw the Blazers. You could like t- the Blazers are there fit, too. You know, but like those I are like. Ever, I, hey, don't I know. Count out the Warriors. Can't count out yeah. the Warriors. You can't count the Warriors because Steve Kerr is still their head coach. And Steph Curry still Steph Curry. So. Yeah. I mean, if they somehow end up in the top five, Steph Curry wins freaking MVP. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, easy. And D'Angelo Russell will learn under Steve Kerr, who is a great coach. Mm-hmm. Well, and D'Angelo Russell's a lot better than people think he is. I mean, like, he came into his own this year for sure. But all star not. He's a he is one of the best like mid range shooters I think I've ever seen. Oh yeah. Well and he's a he's a great facilitator too. Which I think Steph off the off the ball is gonna be crazy. Yeah, if they can both switch off ball, it's gonna be insane. Um have more. Well, I mean, on the east side, though, uh, yeah. I think it's got to be Milwaukee still, right? I think it's I think it's Milwaukee Sixers. Um, I think Boston's still in that mix, and probably Brooklyn or or the Pacers. The Pacers are up there. I think I think Brooklyn's going to take a year. I mean, without KD, I don't know if Kyrie can really take. I mean, they'll pro- they'll be in the playoffs, obviously, but like, I don't know if Kyrie can lead that. Nets okay, hot team. take. One of my friends made this. The Knicks might have a better shot at the playoffs than the Nets. Oh. Julius Randle, MVP. Julius Randle, Dennis Smith, RJ Barrett, Kevin Knox. A t- and Fitzdale's a good coach. I mean, yeah, they they're got, not trying to lose this year. I don't they got think. some young pieces. Who's the guy on that team? I really think it's RJ Barrett. In his first year? He has to be the guy. I mean, well, whether he needs to be or not, yeah. <laughs> that's that's not necessarily doesn't always pan I, I out. I don't, I don't agree with this take. I'm just saying that was one. I was like, interesting that's an idea, interesting take for sure. I mean, the fight for the eight seed is going to be like oh, the Knicks, the Heat, the Heat, Orlando, probably. Orlando, I think will make top six. They'll probably, yeah, probably so? six or seven. Yeah, because Real, realistically, they, um, they got him by Mute. I think they Jerry got, Rozier puts the team on his back and Charlotte. Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, um, man. I mean, Toronto still Pascal Siakam still on that team. That team could definitely make the playoffs still. They yeah. could. I think they're on the bottom half though, for sure. It really sucks because I think they definitely thought they're gonna get Kawhi back because they, oh, they yeah. made all the right signings, get everybody back. Um, okay, so I will say one team. I'm sorry that we completely skipped over was Dallas. Oh crap! Dallas. They resigned Kristaps oh, and they cut Lucas still. So yeah. I mean, oh, it could be interesting. No, no this, also, Dallas. the Spurs. I mean, the Spurs are still there with Kel- we talked about Keldon Johnson and Lonnie mm-hmm. Walker showing out in summer league. Demar Derozan still. Demar exists. Derozan. They potentially have Marcus Morris, although that might not be happening. That's anymore. true. Oh yeah. I, I mean, they, like, they should be. I mean, as long as Pop's the head coach, I still think that's a playoff team. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, until they prove me wrong, I think the Spurs. It's kind of like the Warriors in that sense. Yeah. I mean, it's like you can't really count them out because yeah. they're the Spurs, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you guys think is? What am I sorry? I lost my place. With my question. Um, okay, the Warriors trade for D'Angelo Russell. Yeah, a lot of rumors are that they're going to trade him. Mm-hmm. Would you keep him or trade him? That's a tough question. I, I guess it depends if they're still clinging to trying to get another title. Yeah. I don't I don't think I think the Warriors are gonna think realistically they're not gonna get another title this year. Yeah. I because I'd say if they're in like win now mode, he's a good player, keep him. But if they're if they're trying to build something like you can get some assets for D'Angelo Russell. I mean they I mean everybody said that D'Angelo to the Wolves seemed like it was gonna happen. That's true. And, was, and, and so when he went to the, the Warriors, Warriors I, I was like, that's terrifying. But yeah. they also might be trying to get into Minnesota for, like, Wiggins and, like, maybe a couple picks or something. That'd be interesting. Because the, the Wolves drafted Culver, which I think is the Wiggins replacement. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I think that they still could be in win-now mode, though. They could be. I believe, if, I'm, if I remember right, Steph's the only one over 30. In that core. I think Draymond's going to be... No, Draymond's, I think, 28, 29. I think he's 28, 29. Clay's 28, 29. I mean, they just dumped Iggy, and I mean... Also, Jordan Poole's on that. Jordan Poole is showing now in the summer league. He's going to be really good. I mean, they they did load up with a bunch of good role players. Lost Quinn Cook, added Jordan Poole. Mm -hmm. They could be in win-now mode, but they're not going to be a top-five team. No. In the West, which the West is always loaded, especially this year. I don't think they'll be fighting for a playoff spot. I think the Rockets will be fighting for a playoff spot. Team we haven't even talked about. Yeah, about they're also playoffs. they're thinking about maybe trading Chris Paul too. To where? Who's going to take Chris Paul? I mean, maybe the Thunder. That, that that could be a Russell Westbrook destination. Yeah. Him and oh, <laughs> it's been talked about. Reunite them. It's been discussed. That's friends all. It's been forever. thrown out there. I mean, yeah. they are good friends, but I just don't see that. Happening. It would it would be a disaster in the oh, fact yeah. that they having two ball hogs like that would not. Their offense would completely stall, probably. Yeah. But it'd be worse than it already is. Okay, so <laughs> we'll, we're going to move on. Since we're talking about Russell Westbrook, let's talk about where do you think Russ is going to go? Realistically or like dream destination? I think real. I think we're talking realistically because it's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. That's likely. true. That's true. I, uh, I'd say realistically, probably Miami. I think that would be an attractive destination, although I don't think Jimmy Butler would like that very much. Because <laughs> he wants to be the guy. That's true. That's why that's he true. went to Miami's, because he wanted to be the guy. If Russ comes there, he's not the guy anymore. That's true. What, whether it's spoken or not, Russ is the guy whatever team he's on. Well, yeah, Mr. Triple-Double. I know, but, and that's that's why he'll never win a ring. Well, probably. <laughs> on, on, probably, that's why Probably not. He, yeah, I mean, he'd be not. one of those guys you're talking about, he didn't get a ring? Yeah, he didn't get a ring. Yeah, it was his own damn fault, probably. Yeah. Like. I mean, as much, I love Russ just because I, I like watching him play. He's so much fun to watch. Oh, he's an animal. He's but... a, like He is probably one of the most vicious point guards I think I've ever seen play the game. He's Gary Payton with a, with a dunking mentality almost, <laughs> in my opinion. But um, I would love to see him go to the Minnesota. I think that could be an interesting destination. I think that they also – well, it also depends, I guess, what they do with Wiggins. I think yeah. I think Wiggins is trade bait. I think Wiggins is them drifting Culver to me is like we're moving on from this guy. Oh yeah, because Culver's gonna play the, his plays the three. Yeah, yeah. and they already have a Kogi. 
Mm-hmm. They were basically going like, we need, we're going to do a reset here. Oh, yeah. And Culver's a great prospect, and he can actually play some defense. And he so, can shoot. I mean. Like, he's a good. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, mm-hmm. what Russ did with Steven Adams, where Adams had his, has had his best years recently. Mm-hmm. I imagine what he can do with Towns. Yeah. That would be a pairing. That'd be a beautiful pairing. Because Towns can shoot. Towns can dunk. Towns is super athletic. Well, and he's he's pretty prone to be passive and kind of taking the back seat too. I mean, yeah, like and, and no one's really a leader on that Wolves team, which is kind of why they don't. So I think Russ going there would be perfect for. And then that makes. And then they have a lineup of Russ, Akogi, um, Culver. I don't know who they have. They're four there, and it's and a great question. Yeah, good point. And then uh, and then. Um, and then Towns. Yeah. So that team to me seems really interesting to make a playoff push. That's true. And they're a team that should have been oh. already good by now. Oh, yeah. I, I think it doesn't help when they trade they trade Lloyd Markinen and Zach Levine away, who are proving oh. to be two amazing players. Oh, yeah. If the, if the rest of that Bulls team wasn't garbage, that'd be fun to watch. Well, can you imagine a lineup of... Also, if Jimmy Butler wasn't as hard to work with. Well, yeah, that's... that's it's fair. That's fair. Jimmy Butler wasn't a hard ass all the time. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Brain, what, where do you think, Mr. Honestly, I'm thinking Knicks. Oh. Who are they going to give up? Julius Randle. I mean, <laughs> I think... No, I think that not, Russ... Um, well, they just signed five power forwards. I yeah, mean, I guess that's true. They could and Oklahoma them. City's going to be in a rebuild now. Well, obviously. All those picks they got. I mean, they're the they're probably, I don't know. I, I just think that, honestly, the way that Russ's career is going right now and how he just basically wants to take over a team, I don't know how many teams would be willing to basically sacrifice their offense to Russ. I think that's also it. I think he'd, do, he'd be okay on the next, but... I'm not saying it'd work out well. I'm just I saying mean, I, I see, think that's a real I see possibility. C- I see CP3 going to the next more than I see anybody else. Huh. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I would say probably my two that I would pick would be the Knicks or Miami or yeah. maybe even Orlando as an outside outside shot. Orlando would be fun. I mean, uh, I, I think it'd be yeah. fun. I think him and Vucevic would be fun together. But I think Orlando might be the best fit. Orlando probably would be the best fit because they don't have a star. I yeah, think realistically, they just run through yeah, big guy. So. I think I I'd love to see him in Minnesota because they, they got Terrence t- Ross and yeah. um, DJ Augustine mm-hmm. and Aaron Gordon. They probably have to give up Aaron Gordon. They yeah, yeah they hundred percent oh, have to yeah. give up Aaron Gordon. Um, so if you had to do playoffs right now, I have my list. Oh, let me. I'll make one up real quick. Um, I mean, my my list. My list is in the West. I have the Clippers, the Lakers, Jazz, Nuggets, Blazers, Kings, Warriors, and Rockets. It's and that's right now. And to be fair, we're recording this thing on Wednesday, July tenth. Yeah. Early, so it, early. so yeah. If the Russell Westbrook thing happens between now and when this is released, which will probably be tomorrow or Friday, yeah. when they were releasing this, just to tell you, we were we we're behind. <laughs> <laughs> but I think those. I think that's my eight. If I'm being so, I have the Clippers, Lakers, Jazz, Nuggets, Blazers, Kings, Warriors, Rockets. Okay, the, ro- the, re- the Rockets sneak in at the eight there. Uh, they still have James Harden. I well, think yeah. They still have James Harden. I think that they make a move with CP3. Probably. And then my East is the Sixers, Bucks, Pacers, Nets, Celtics, Magic, Heat. And I think the Raptors could sneak in there. The Hawks could sneak in there. 
I, oh, the Haw- the Hawks do have some real good young guys. Hawks that. are a team that I think in two or three years could make a run at the the East title. Oh yeah, they're oh, definitely they're built camera. I think Cameron should steal at ten. Oh, easy. He should have gone top five. I that was crazy. Yeah, Cam Reddish to me just seems so, so amazing. I I would love to have him on my team. But also, I can see the Suns making a move. I can see Spurs making a move up there. Suns got Ricky Rubio. Yeah, I think that I think that's that's a really underrated move. Don't forget about Aaron Baines. Oh crap, Aaron Baines. Yeah. Aaron Baines. I mean, they. <laughs> I don't know. They don't have a wing because they traded Josh Jackson away. Oh yeah. Which I don't know. Grizzlies might be interesting this year too. Pelicans are probably the most interesting team that will not make the playoffs this year. Yes. That'll yeah. They'll be. I feel like, depending on how Zion, uh, I guess translates to the NBA. Zion needs to lose some damn weight. Well, yeah. He's I a mean, he's a monster. I mean, he's a yeah. he's gonna be a fun player to watch. But he is two eighty five, and six nine six seven six seven. He's, he's just big. He's, he's a, so explosive, though. Well, that's yeah. a problem. Yeah. <laughs> You're big and explosive. Something happens there. Yeah, I mean... The only player didn't, that didn't have it, too, is Charles Barkley. Yeah, I mean, and who knows? I mean, this offseason, he could cut weight or change his game a little bit or something. I don't know. I also think that he just has such raw, um, I guess, that just raw power down low that I mean I think that honestly like yeah, the, I, mean, I think like if you watch him I mean, at Duke he has he is just powerful. I mean watching watching shoes. I mean watching him um seal that ball from Kevin Knox where he just like yeah. he just ripped it away. I think that yeah. was insane. Power move. Um for sure. So since we're talking Zion, is Zion rookie of the year? Man, I guess it depends on what we were just talking about. If he if he changes his game or loses some weight, yeah, I think for rookie of the year, that that man needs to work on that jump shot a little bit. I think RJ probably has a better shot than Zion I think does. RJ. Um, even John Moran might make a run at it. Heck, maybe Kobe White's an outside. Kobe White looks looks really good. I think That's he's going to be integrated into the Bulls very quickly. So I don't come on like, Taco yeah. Fall guys. Let's get Taco. <laughs> let's get Taco Fall some love. Put some respect on his name. <laughs> also, I think Romeo Langford's kind of because he broke his thumb. I've never been big on Romeo Langford. I'm interested to see him on the I Celtics, agree. and not he... just because he didn't come to Kansas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, I his game's a little weird. I thought he was kind of a reach. In the yeah, draft. I thought when they picked him, I'm like, okay, interesting, but yeah, he's not. I did not see that one coming. Um, I think the rookie of the year race. I think people got picked in weird positions that we haven't seen because like DeAndre Hunter got picked fourth, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that seems super weird to me. Jared Culver got picked sixth, which I thought that was low. Yeah, I I, was, you could have swapped those pretty easily. Yeah, I think, but I mean after. After um, RJ went at three, I, I think it was pretty pretty wide open. It's pretty yeah. wide open, but kind like Bull Bull didn't go to forty two. Yeah, it, I think, it, it I think just seemed most, weird. It was mo- probably mostly the injury stuff, but I was even surprised he didn't go in the first round. Like yeah, Nasir Little didn't go to like the end of the first. Yeah, Kevin Johnson didn't go to the end of the first either, which I thought he looks like, he looks like stud. The draft was odd this okay. year. That's that's for sure. But who you guys have as your playoff? Is that? Is mine kind of around the same? So I, I honestly, at this early of a stage, I think that's probably pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Um. I and I mean, I don't know. I feel like a lot of those same teams are going to be in the mix because 
I feel like even though it's supposedly balanced, if you will, I feel like the top teams are going to be most, or at least the teams that have been in the mix are going to be mostly the same. I feel mm-hmm. like the Blazers are still going to be mixed in the West. The Nuggets, the Jazz, um, now the Clippers and the Lakers have kind of reloaded. I think Golden State will be in contention. I think the Spurs. I feel like the Spurs make it every year um, under Pop. They, they have they've made the playoffs every year since I was born, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, sorry, ninety whatever year that uh, that Dave Robinson in quote unquote got hurt, and yeah. they've got Tim Duncan. <laughs> that was ninety eight. Yeah. I was ninety seven, ninety eight. Uh-huh. Yeah. So basically, every year since ninety seven, they have made the playoffs. Yeah. So I, I feel like they're a safe bet too. As far as I don't know, I also feel like there are kind of a lot of teams. That, like, they're good, but they're not good enough to actually do anything. Yeah. that makes sense? There are a lot of playoff teams that are not contending. Like, I feel like, like the Nuggets are a cool team, and, like, Nikola Jokic is, like, a... Like, I don't even know. Like, he's not athletic, but, like, he is. He is, and he like, is one of the most fun players to watch because he looks like me. I think it's what every player is, like, every guy who watches is like, hey, I think I can play that sport. Yes. Yeah, but he funny. he is the most skilled center I've ever, I think, I've ever seen. Just from, from like, just the passing aspect well, of his game. I mean, I don't know about that much, but... Who else? Chris Weber? Is that a good argument? No, but, I mean, I I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I think he's a good player. I don't... I don't know if he's necessarily, if, from what I've seen in his game, I don't know if he's necessarily transcendent yet. He's just yeah. he's just so unique. He's like I don't yeah. think I've seen a center like him. But also, yeah. I mean, we're at, we're at the point in the NBA where there's players that you you've never seen before. Like Giannis Antetokounmpo is a player you've never seen before. Yeah, yeah. There's like, like different yeah. types of dudes that have just never played the sport. Russell Westbrook's a unique player. Like there's, I mean, Luka Doncic and all these kind of guys who can average triple doubles. I think I've seen so many players that can average triple doubles. Oh, I, like think, that. I think that's the one change. I wrote up my list, and it was pretty similar to, well, at least for the West, really similar to yours with, like, the Clippers and the Lakers at the top, obviously, and then Blazers, Jazz, Nuggets, Warriors, Rockets, and I had the Kings sneaking in at the eight spot, but I think I'm, I might change it to the Mavs. Mavericks should be interesting. I just want to see. I hope Chris Ops is back to like seventy percent of the guy he was. Yeah, I. Th- yeah. You know, honestly, I think even if he isn't doing that great, Luca's gonna be amazing. Luca's I mean, Luca's dropped some weight. Yeah, he looks a lot. He looks a lot better. I mean, that, that team around him is pretty good. Okay, is there anything you guys want to like talk about, like awards? Do you have a preseason award? You guys want? Oh. You guys think like it's a lock? Well, like, who's the MVP favorite? I think oh. it's still Giannis. I think Giannis still holds that. Mm, that's a good question. I think Giannis is definitely probably top two, top three. I mean, it's just like it depends who's at the top. I think yeah. if the Clippers finish with one and like Paul George or Kawhi Leonard finish with an amazing year, one I of those guys. One of them could easily get it. Yeah, and then you could have. Um, and then you can honestly have Giannis, Joel and B could. Definitely go for it. Yeah, we were talking about that. If the Sixers get the best record in the East or even the whole NBA and JoJo has a crazy season, I think he's up there. Dame? Dame and Lola. Oh, if they, if they yeah. finish with the top three team, mm-hmm. with the, the insaneness that is the West. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's loaded this year. I mean, also, I mean, we can't count out LeBron James because LeBron's yeah. going to play point for the first time in his career since 05. Yeah. He's going to have Anthony Davis... And Boogie and Danny Green and Kuzma, he could definitely get MVP. They they made some moves, man. 
They they had like five like, players before free agency. Lakers <laughs> might be or like Showtime three right now, which is yeah. insane. But I mean, there's me and Drew were talking about this. Every team has a player. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've lived in a time where I don't think we've ever had like a time where oh yeah this has been like this. No, yeah, we went through that the other night. We were talking about it. like every team has a superstar basically, or not even if not a superstar like a very very good player. Knicks and Charlotte. Well, obviously, Devontae Graham and Julius Randle. So. <laughs> Honestly, Julius Randle is a great player. I don't he know. is a very good player. I don't know why. I call him a superstar. He's not well, a superstar, no, I, but I, like, everybody, everybody has a guy. I think yeah. like whether that's like Dennis Smith and Julius Randle or like even, this, even if it is like, like Terry Rozier or someone. Do you have you have a dire- you kind of have a direction with the team? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, even if you've got those two, that's two out of the thirty teams in the league don't have like a a dude, you know. Mm-hmm. And plus, even there, I think the Knicks, it's gonna be RJ. He just hasn't played yet. Or, Ke- or mm-hmm. Kevin Knox. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. That too. He's a good player. But the Knicks are super interesting to me because they could be they could be on the fringe of playoffs, or they could just be bad as all hell, like they've like they've always been. Yeah, and then you can't bring up Charlotte because they're going back to the Bobcat days. Get ready for less than 20-win seasons. I mean, it's it's not looking good over there. They drafted P.J. Washington. <laughs> I was like, that is, it's Marvin Williams 2.0. Yeah. Good job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> good job. That's tough. And also, rookie, we're getting back to Rookie of the Year. Michael mm-hmm. Porter Jr. might be on that list. Oh, because he didn't play last season. He's back. He's back for yeah. here. Here at his knee. Here at his yeah. knee before summer league. But and he's he's supposed to be that dude. Granted, you never really saw it because in college he was hurt, and then he got drafted, and he was still hurt. hurt. Yeah. So I guess. Yeah, we'll I mean, see I hope so. I really like what I like watching him. I always liked watching his high school mixtapes and stuff. Yeah. Really went to. Really wish he went to KU. But <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, there there could be. I think the. Uh, the Nuggets should be really fun to watch. I think who's defensive player of the year? Uh, who who came out and called it? Was it Pat Pat Bev said that he's he's going for it this year. He's going to lock down on some people. I don't know if he's going to actually do it because that's, that's a tough thing to do. Yeah, but. I mean, Gobert's got back to back. Rudy's Rudy's I don't a think, monster. I don't, and, and hot take: I don't think Rudy Gobert deserved it this year. I thought Paul George deserved it this year. You know that's a or, com- that's a conversation. Or Giannis, I think. I mean, yeah, I've been really cool if Giannis won both awards. That would have been that would have been a power move. Because right I mean, Giannis <laughs> had Giannis had an amazing year. That's true. He did. He had a great season, and the Bucks were obviously terrific this year. Yeah, but yeah. Kawhi is a monster. So yeah. I think Kawhi is a is a candidate for almost every award. Yeah, I mean, we oh. could, honestly, Kawhi could. Like if he won any of these any of these awards, I'd be like, yeah, yep, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, no, that would not be a hard. Or Paul George, like I mean, if those if one of those guys has an amazing year, and they win like sixty some odd games, it's very realistic. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, there's it's hard to name favorites, especially for MVP with the league how it is right now. Yeah, I mean the. The NBA is just so stacked at this point. Like the top five, are like it's a mixture of Giannis, um, Kawhi, LeBron, AD, and maybe and KD probably. 
Yeah. And the really sad thing is KD is never going to be number one, I don't think. Because KD had like a shot that they wanted this year. Yeah. And then Which it's, is, it's tough, but, you know, that's how it is. Yeah. But I, you know, maybe maybe he uh, maybe he three peats in Brooklyn, you know. Yeah, I mean, he's got the talent too, yeah. obviously. But yeah, I guess it depends on how him and Kyrie play together. Mm-hmm. I I hope well because they were really in this thing together. I mean, like you saw the reports today, the mm-hmm. the GM and the owner of the Nets never even met with Kevin Durant. They found out he signed with them via his Instagram post. Also, have you seen things like he's wearing number seven this year? Mm-hmm. He wore a number seven hat all throughout the playoffs last year. Yeah. So people are like, this move has been in the works oh, forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like he knew he wasn't going to stay. Yeah. I, I, you know, honestly, I was thinking about it and debating it just because they had it so good there. But it was, it's really hard to say that he didn't know he was leaving. It's, it's also hard to keep that kind of roster together. Oh, yeah. Because I mean, like Steph. They like, had an all star team. It's Steph. It's Steph's team. It's for sure Steph's team, but like all those guys are, could be ones on other teams. Oh, easy. Besides Draymond, but well, yeah, but that's a yikes. That's that's Draymond. Yeah, yeah. I think well, because you know there were definitely. It's really hard to keep that together, especially because KD was definitely the best player on that team for what two years now. He's the best player, but I don't think he was the most important. I think Steph was the most important. That's probably fair. I mean, especially with the way they run their system and how they play. I mean, they you saw what they did without KD in the, yeah, I mean, versus they, the versus the Blazers, and but they also probably would have beat Toronto if they had. Kevin oh, Durant they definitely would. Yeah. They also probably would have beat them if they had Clay. I mean, I I think Kevin Durant means more to that team than I think people gave him credit for. Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying like. But if you lose Steph, I don't think they win the Western Conference. Hot take. I mean, hot take on my opinion, but I just... Yeah. I mean, the, the system I, was designed for Steph and Clay to win. You know, well, honestly, yeah. that's, that's not that bad of a take because the Blazers were up 15 in, like, what, two or three of those games? The last two games, yeah. That, I mean, I, Steph's got to be the leader in that. In that huddle, in that locker room, yeah, like he's just the dude. So I mean, maybe if he's gone and doesn't give him the pep talk, like, well, I mean, he was also the first piece to this, and he kind of, well, yeah, he, he started, kind of started it. it all. Yeah. So. Is there anything else you guys want to add about? Is there any other trades that? Oh, I have one more thing. Are there? Is there a trade here that we're not seeing? Like CP three needs to go somewhere. I think Kevin Love needs to get out of Cleveland. Well, he's he's needed to do that since LeBron left. Maybe he's trying to recruit Russ to Cleveland. Oh. Reignite the old UCLA days. Oh. That'd be so much fun. I'd be so happy about that. That'd be hilarious. J.R. Smith down there, man, too. Also, where's J.R. going to go? Where I don't know, he but he's go? not going to have a shirt on. He's not. He's going to have a shirt on the celebrity softball game. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, I would love to see Kevin Love get to like the Celtics. I could see the Blazers doing that move with white side and moving Kevin Love over there. Just a swap right there. Yeah. That, you know, that wouldn't be bad. It'd be interesting. Yeah. Mm, that's that's a good question. Honestly, Kevin Love could go to Oklahoma City if they're not. I mean, obviously they're about to rebuild, but if they weren't, it's not a bad fit. Yeah. Because they just, they just trade away their power forward, basically. Yeah. I mean, besides Jeremy Grant, who you got before? Someone. I yeah, believe. I mean... <laughs> I mean, Ke- Kevin Love to me just seems like he got lost this year, and it really sucks because oh, he's, yeah. 
He's a he's great a, player. He's a Hall of Famer, and as much as people don't want to give him credit for he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, look at the Minnesota uh, days. Dude was tearing it up. Yeah. I would, I would love to see him on a contender again and see him just stroke it from deep. Mm-hmm. I agree. Maybe a Warriors. I don't know. Like That'd be interesting. There's, there's a lot of guys out there right now that don't have a team that could honestly impact. Pre- I mean, Jarrett Smith's more of a joke than anything. He's kind of lost it at this point. But <laughs> Kyle Korver's still out there. You know, there's some shooters out there that maybe LeBron wants to make his whole team just a throwback squad. Bring James Jones. <laughs> yeah. he, isn't he the assistant GM with the Suns? Yeah, bring, him out, bring him out of retirement. Nah, he can come back. He'll get another ring. Hey, the guy wanted to give him some respect. He went to eight Street Finals. He did, man. Yeah. Crazy feat. LeBron's yeah. lucky. Honestly. LeBron's lucky he had that teammate. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for the NBA season just to start. Uh, I think it'll be the most watchable season in recent memory. Because we have no idea who's going to win it. Yeah, I mean... We were talking about the, the last five years. You knew who was going to be in the championship yeah. before the season started. You know the Warriors are going to be there. Oh, you probably easy. knew the Cavs are going to be there. Mm-hmm. The Browns on in the East. The, the only Th- this, year that, this year is the yeah. is the only year I think we're like who's coming out of the East. Yeah, and even then you still know the Warriors were going to win. Yeah, because like, the team was insane. Like yeah, it's just like, and then you saw arms race at the top of the East. Which that was fun to watch. That was fun because those playoffs were incredible. And it was so much fun seeing like Ibaka and Gasol and um, all those guys who haven't won rings finally get their ring. Like Jody Meeks got a ring. I think that's like a huge accomplishment. Oh, uh-huh. Like yeah. Serge Ibaka, Marcus Gasol, and all those guys got rings. I think it's really fun. Well deserved. I mean, maybe not for this season, but career-wise, those guys put in some work. All right, thank you guys for listening. It's been really fun talking to you guys. One of our special sports episodes of the Ins and Outs podcast. Yeah, we're going to do one for college football or NFL sometime soon in August. Um, Thank you guys for joining us. See you next time.